There's no denying that knowledge is power. And that's what these episodes are all about, empowering you to take control of your finances. Sensible Bobby is always looking out for ways to improve spending, save a buck, and make sure you have the best information to make the best choices with your money. You can reach her at sensiblechat at gmail.com. Now, putting in her two cents, which is actually worth something, here's Sensible Bobby. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining me for this edition of Sensible Chat. I'm Sensible Bobby, and my mission is to help you remove stress from your financial life, one budgetary step at a time. I'll explain what I mean as we get deeper into this episode, talking about financial envy. You may know it as keeping up with the Joneses. At one time or another, we've all compared ourselves to someone else. And inevitably, there are times when we haven't come out on top. You know what I'm talking about. The friend who seems to have it all. Big house, expensive furniture, new car, beautiful wardrobe. You may have felt pressure to, as they say, keep up with the Joneses. But how can you when you don't even know what you're keeping up with? Is your income the same? Are your debts the same? And most importantly, are your priorities the same? What would you have to do in order to keep up? Go into debt? Change your priorities? Buy something you don't even really want or like because it gives the perception that you're of the same status? Would it really be worth it? I've felt this before. I had a friend with a nice house and new furniture while I was living in a tiny apartment sitting on an ugly green couch purchased from a second-hand store. Man, I wanted her life. But as we became closer friends, I lost count of the amount of times she told me in detail about her financial stresses, rattling off checklists of how she was juggling bills and paychecks just to keep the lights on. I don't even think she realized how much she talked about it. It was like the stress consumed so much of her mind, it just kept pouring out of her mouth. I began to feel sorry for her and came to adore my ugly couch that was paid for. But even if she had been in a position to truly afford everything she had, I was not. We live different lives, we have different priorities, and we make different choices. I'm usually happy with mine, and when I'm not, I know I can change my spending plan to match my changing life and priorities. Now, you may think that this is where the keeping up with the Joneses mindset ends, but you'd be wrong. One of the most surprising things to me since I've been participating in budgeting discussion groups is the amount of people who have become passionate about budgeting and becoming debt-free, but are still trying to keep up with the Joneses, just in a different way. Let me explain. I've listened to lots of podcasts and read lots of articles featuring people who have had unbelievable success learning how to manage their money. I paid off my mortgage in two years. I saved up six months worth of expenses in three months. Sound familiar? It's the kind of testimony that gets people excited about becoming debt-free, and that's fantastic. But it seems to me it's also what causes people to give up before they ever see the light at the end of the tunnel. I've witnessed people become frustrated that their results aren't this fast. Mine certainly weren't. And although I would have loved to have this testimony, my income, debt, and priorities were different. If you're going to compare your timing for reaching financial goals to that of someone who makes more money and has less debt, you'll fail before you ever start. But more importantly, for some, their journey is one of a bullet train. They're willing to give up everything in the short term to live better in the long term, even if it means confining themselves to their homes and eating nothing but beans and rice for as long as it takes. And they do know how long it will take, thanks to their spending plan. I admire them. I congratulate them. 
but I know I am not them. I know I'm the kind of person who will fall hard off the wagon if I go full speed, changing my whole life overnight and depriving myself of everything that I'm used to having. That doesn't mean I'm not willing to give up certain things and sacrifice in many ways for the greater good of my future life. I'm all for that. The excitement of the future is enough to keep me focused in the present, but only if I can maintain a balance. That balance is different for everyone. If you're ready to go full speed and give up just about everything, go for it. That means your money only goes to one of three things, living expenses, debt, or savings. But if you're not ready for that, it's perfectly okay. Either way, a customized spending plan is important. Maybe you're willing to give up everything now so that you can live the life you want as soon as possible. Great! Your spending plan will tell you how long it will take. It not only assures that you'll reach your goal, but motivates you to keep going, especially when the going gets tough. If you're not willing to give up everything, consider what's important to keep and what you're willing to cut. In my case, I'm more than happy to take leftovers for lunch every day, but I refuse to give up our Friday dinner date night. I'm more than happy to drink coffee at home instead of spending $4 a day at the local coffee house, but Netflix stays, as it's a source of entertainment for us. You won't reach your goal as fast as the person cutting out everything, but you will get there, without completely depriving yourself. And your spending plan will tell you exactly when you'll get there. If you're going this route, cut out as much as you're comfortable with, and put a reasonable, honest price tag on the things you're not willing to part with. I say reasonable because you want to be conservative in order to reach your higher goals, but I also say honest because if you give yourself less than you can live with, chances are you won't stick to it. If you can be honest about it in the first place, believe me, it's easier on your stress level all the way around. Otherwise, you spend a lot of time reworking your spending plan and feeling guilty about it. And the whole idea of this is to reduce stress, not add to it. Take time to think this through. If you create an entire plan, then realize you've forgotten a couple of items or want to be more or less aggressive, no problem. Everything looks good on paper, but sometimes it doesn't work and needs to be changed. Don't look at it as a setback, but an opportunity to make it work better for you. There will be challenges, no matter how well it's created, but your spending plan can and should change with your life. Once those questions are answered, you'll know how much money you have to put toward your debt payment plan, and with a bit of math, can determine the date you can proclaim, I am debt-free. In the meantime, you'll feel much less stress because you can mindlessly follow your plan knowing the end is coming instead of worrying about what comes next. Focusing on how long it took someone else doesn't do you any good. Creating a real picture of how long it will take you can be freeing. I know for me, just knowing it could be done was life-changing. That light at the end of the tunnel kept me on target. I even got to the point where I enjoyed making payments because I knew it brought me one step closer to reaching my goals, and it was exciting to watch the balance go down. I went slow, and my changes were minor at first, partly because I didn't have a lot to play with and partly because I wanted a bit of freedom. Looking for ways to pay off debt faster was frustrating, and I had no new ideas. I found suggestions in an online group, like using a bonus. Another budgeter had a garage sale and said he made $2,000. Now, I don't know what he had in his garage, but I guarantee the junk in my garage wouldn't get me 20 bucks. 
and I don't get bonuses. So this was defeating at first, but it actually made me think more creatively, and I discovered there are ways to pay off debt faster without a lot more money. I did minor things like adding another $5 to my debt payment. It wasn't much, but over time it brought down the minimum payment, which excited me because every time the minimum went down, that meant I was paying even more above my obligation. I also budgeted on the high end for everything. This accomplished two goals. It gave me more peace knowing that I probably wouldn't go over my budget, and if I was under budget, the surplus could be used toward debt or savings. After mindlessly following this plan for some time, I could see that these minor changes actually had a major impact, not only on my psyche, but on my debt and savings. This motivated me to push forward, finding more aggressive ways to get out of debt and save money. Happily, I've never felt deprived and let go of the financial stress. Whatever my friends can buy, save, or pay off is great for them. I'm happy for them. Sometimes I pick up tips from them but I never compare myself to them. Keeping up with the Joneses? Who has time? I'm too busy walking my own path, the one that was specifically designed for me, the one that works for me, and the one I will be proud to say I completed, regardless of the time frame. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope this helps cut some of the financial stress out of your life. But if you're thinking, yeah, I love the concepts, but I still have no idea how to create this plan, reach out to me. I know what it's like to explore material that gets you excited and motivated, but then you realize you still need step-by-step directions. I'll give you those. In fact, we'll create your customized spending plan together, step-by-step. So if you have questions, comments, need help creating a spending plan, prioritizing, or anything else, email me at sensiblechat at gmail.com. Until next time, keep spending and saving the sensible way. That does it for this edition of Sensible Chat with your host, Sensible Bobby. If you need help creating a spending plan, write to her at sensiblechat at gmail.com for a free evaluation. She'd love to know what you're thinking, so drop her a line at sensiblechat at gmail.com. That's sensiblechat at gmail.com with your questions, comments, or success stories. Be sure to catch our next episode at sensiblechat.com.